0: Hey guys, if you're listening to this, this is the free portion of the podcast. It's the first 10 minutes of the episode. Usually episodes are about an hour or an hour and a half long, maybe even longer sometimes. I do two to three shows a week, so I suggest you subscribe, patreon.com forward slash WrongoP. Very important you do so, new baby, and all that. It's pretty cheap, so go do that right now. Enjoy the first 10 minutes. Oh hi, I'm Josh Cash, and this is Wrong Opinion. You know, I've been I changed up the intro recently where it's not it's not just 15 seconds and then it's the it's a it's kind of a part of a song. And then and then I start it's usually like now a minute and a half now with music and clips from movies or shows or music videos that I like. And that was Blade Runner 2049. But the music is from Under the Skin. And it was the, uh, made by Micah Mika Levy, a woman. Very few good women composers, but she's incredible. She did the music for the movie Jackie also and other stuff. Check that out. It's very good. And, um, you know, I uh, I wanted to... Blade Runner 2049 is one of my favorite movies ever. And I wanted to play around with that movie where I take out the score, even though it's good, and then put music that I think would fit. And I think that song fits in that movie. So uh, if anyone can tell me how to do that... I want to do that just for myself, for, you know, for fun, because I'm a nerd. Um, But I have some very, very important news to talk to you guys about. So last week was interview heavy. There was a lot of interviews. Um, I did uh, an interview with Noor Bin Laden, with Joe Kent. Very good interviews. And then I did one normal show, but then I did a show also on Censored TV on Saturday, which is where I do the live show. And... I'm going to actually play five minutes of that episode later on because I like the segment a lot and it's still something I wanted to talk about for you guys. So I figured uh, rather than just try to repeat it verbatim, I'll play it for you. And I'm wearing the same thing. So it's not in the same background, really. So it's it's it doesn't you won't even notice you won't even know the difference. But the really important news I did want to talk about and I did want to start with is the fact that football is gay. It's something we always knew deep down. We always knew it was one of those gay sports. Um, But it's official. The NFL now says that football is gay. So I'm glad that we could get it on the record. I'm glad that it's official because I'm writing it down in my notes. Football is gay. Maybe that's what I'll call the podcast. And um, I guess it it means we should stay away from it. Kind of like how they're infiltrating and everything. And it's really not about love is love. It's way more than that. It's, it's about oppressing normality. It's about putting normality, uh, it, killing it, really. Putting it under your thumb, killing it, and just making everything abnormal. Now, when you say something is weird or abnormal, that doesn't mean it's evil. But when, um, when you try to stamp out the good of society and basically make everything a free-for-all, then that's kind of where I have a problem with it. When there's no such thing as morality and you're not allowed to judge anything anymore, you're not allowed to critique anything anymore, that's when I have a problem with it. And when you're trying to influence little kids, that's when I have a problem with it. But the egregious thing about football is gay and the commercial they made for that is the fact that it has nothing to do with football. Nothing. They're doing it in hockey. They're doing it in basketball. They're doing it everywhere. It's a purely political thing. It's a it's a political statement rather than we should accept everyone no matter what color their skin or sexuality because it's way past that. It's now a, a very political statement and it's clear. It's clearly political. It would be, it has nothing to do with sports. No one who plays sports is like get out of here, fag. Like that's not it's never been a thing. It's not real. It's not part of reality, especially nowadays. So the fact that we have to go overboard with these sorts of slogans and statements um, is is um it's already tiresome because it's not true. It's not real. No one talks like that. No one acts like that. You're actually making us want to talk and act like that. Like like give us our own fucking thing. How about that? Give us our own thing. This is not anything anyone ever ever thought about. It would be as if um the zoo. Your local zoo, your county zoo, said gays welcome now. Where? Wait, what? They weren't welcome before. <laughs> that it would be the same thing. So football is gay. Okay, cool. Noted. It's in my notes. I'm gonna send it to a notary. I'm gonna have a a, a guy put one of those one of those stamps that that's uh it's not a stamp but it's a thing with an emblem. And it's made out of wax. I'm going to have him do that, like the old-fashioned way. And then I'll send it off to the NFL. And then we can confirm that the NFL is completely gay. Football is gay. And that's it. Move on. I'll play you the clip in a second. But before that, I got to say rest in peace to Mike Gravel. My friends are dying. Basically, if you've been on this show, and Mike Gravel has been on an iteration of this show. I used to do a, a YouTube show eight years ago. And I was talking about Bitcoin before anyone was, I was talking about Bitcoin in 2012. I was interviewing all kinds of people about Bitcoin. Uh, and I, I had Mike Gravel on, but I've known him since 2007. I worked on his campaign in Florida and I, I've never been a Democrat. I, I never will be a Democrat, but he's one of the honest or was one of the honest politicians. I I, I maybe agreed with 50% of what he stood for, but but the guy was a great guy. Um, and he was up against Hillary. He was up against Joe Biden. He was up against Barack Obama. And I drove him to the debate in in University of Miami, I think it was. And he had a crazy bodyguard with would take out his gun any any chance he could get. I mean, he never had to use it, but you know, he just liked to flash it. Uh, the guy was a little wacko. But um, Mike Gravel, he died. So. If you've been a guest on this this show, there's a chance that you're gonna die soon because so do so did uh John McAfee. I'll get to John McAfee in a second. I did a whole uh segment on him on Saturday's censored TV show. But the, the fact of the matter is is that the John McAfee story is kind of dead. And I don't know if there was a dead man switch. Nothing is coming out. Maybe he's not even dead. Who the fuck knows? But Mike Gravel. Was a former senator. He ran for president in 2008. Um, I, I I met him. I'm, I have a very interesting talent. And it's if I want to meet someone, I, I can most likely get it done. And I met him because I, I my family used to own a magazine called Death and Taxes. And maybe you heard of it. And I didn't really work for the company. But I figured, oh, I can do an interview with him for the magazine. So I reached out. I, I flew up to New York, did the interview with him. We took this picture. It's a great picture. Really cool. And uh, yeah, we we did an interview with him. And I'm looking, I have it framed up up on this wall. And I'm looking at the questions we asked. Uh, I think I asked him about 9-11. He did believe it was an inside job. Um, but at the time, I mean, uh, it says, th- this is the, I didn't write the, the headline of the interview. But it says, he's pro-choice. He's pro-gay marriage. He wants to get rid of the IRS. And he wants to legalize pot while he's at it. Now, back then, when I was more libertarian, that sounded all hunky, hunky dory to me. Is that a is that a saying hunky, hunky dandy to me or whatever? And, you know, the the gay marriage, it's it's funny how naive I was back then, because you didn't know about the woke culture back it didn't exist. So gay marriage was, yeah, love is love. They're not really trying to indoctrinate children or anything. Uh, there's no drag queen story hour, nothing like that. So sure, it made sense back then. But nonetheless, the guy was very interesting. This is a clip of Mike Gravel at uh, one of the debates in 2007. But that's before I had a chance to stand with them a couple, three times. It's like going into the Senate. You know, the first time you get there, you're all excited. My God, how did I ever get here? Then about six months later, you say, how the hell did the rest of them get here? (laughs) And and I got to tell you, after standing up with them, some of these people frighten me. They frighten me. When when you have mainline candidates that turn around and say that there's nothing off the table with respect to Iran, that's code for using nukes, nuclear devices. I got to tell you, I'm president of the United States. There will be no preemptive wars with nuclear devices. To my mind, it's immoral, and it's been immoral for the last 50 years as part of American foreign policy. Let's use a little moderator discretion here. Senator Gravett. Yeah, yeah, moderator discretion. Fake news has always existed. Go back and watch any clips, and you'll notice fake news has always existed. I remember when he was running, and he he, he got to like three or four debates, and then they're like, yeah, you're not invited anymore. You're, you're speaking too much truth. But I remember realizing fake news was a thing back then i mean even before that but but i noticed it during those debates when they would zoom into his face and they would make the contrast they would saturate the color so it made him look red so they would zoom in on his face when they were when he was talking and then they would make him look really red and angry so it's just this angry old man yelling on your television you're like yeah i'm not going to vote for that guy he's unstable when in reality he was saying the most sane rational things way more than any of the other candidates So uh, it was definitely an interesting, interesting time in my life, especially to meet him and to hang out with him. Very cool, very down to earth kind of guy. Um, The last time I spoke to him was probably two or three years ago. And uh, I didn't I didn't want to just call him for nothing. So that's kind of why it was two or three years ago. Um, But but yeah, I mean, uh, you know, rest in peace, Mike Ravel, And if you've been on this podcast, you are probably going to die soon. I really appreciate you coming back on. Because you're back on, I want to make you my foreign correspondent and you're going to be the world's first foreign correspondent where we don't know where the fuck you are and I'm never going to ask you where you are, but I think it's worth doing. <laughs> I agree, let's do it. Do you think he's really dead? I kind of, I kind of feel like he's still alive.